Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga, a teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's Word. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng. Father, thank you because I'm anointed to teach. Thank you because your people are anointed to receive and together. Our faith is built up in the knowledge of the person of Jesus. I pray that light and understanding will come forth in and through your word. In Jesus' name. Alright, it's such a privilege to share God's word with you again. I I just want us to... We'll talk about the prayer-driven man. So I just want to share a few thoughts with you where that is concerned. The first thing you must recognize is that as a man... uh, God holds you accountable if you're married. God holds you accountable for what goes on in your home. You have to think that way. And secondly, as men, a lot of there are a lot of pressures we face. Financial pressure, not just of your immediate family, but also of what uh, extended family. And therefore, if you want to function as a man. You must learn to function from the realm of the spirits if you want to be successful. If you want to be successful, you must learn to function from the realm of the spirit. And uh, if we are to function from the realm of the spirit as men, it means that we have to be God-dependent. We have to be God-dependent. That means that you have to uh, lean on God. Lean on God. Praise God. Now, if you go to Genesis chapter 18 and verse 19, we read it today in church. But let me show you something here. Genesis 18 and verse 19. Uh, if we read from verse 17, the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham? What I'm about to do. Shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Since Abraham will surely become a great and mighty nation. And in him all the nations of the earth will be blessed. We talked about this in church today. But look at this. For I have chosen him. So that he may command his children and his household after him. To keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness. Look at what the Lord says. He says that Abraham was going to command his children after him. Not after the Lord, after him. That means that Abraham was going to live in such a way that his children will look up to him. Many times, when we talk about our children looking up to us, we're always very conscious of the financial side, the investment side. Many of us are not so conscious of the spiritual side. And let me tell you, if you're married, your children, you are the first representation of God to your children before the God they will either learn or hear or read about. You have to be the one that releases the father's heart. And many times, because of the kind of economies and the things we grew up with, most of us have grown up from very tough you know, background, difficult background, <laughs> tough. We've almost hustled our way through life. 
So many of us haven't also learned to express the Father's heart of God in purity. Rather, what we also try to do is we try to overcompensate. Oh, I suffered. So I don't want my children to suffer. Right? It's a good philosophy. That philosophy now drives you away from your worship of God because all you are now trying to do in your life is to make enough money for the children not to suffer. Do you understand that? It now drives you away from God. And that's the representation the children get. So keeping the balance between your economic pursuit and your spiritual life is big. Is one of the most difficult tasks that as a man, you have to make sure you're not losing your bearing. He says he will command it. Look at God wants to go and destroy a nation. And it, it says, can I hide this thing from Abraham, my friend? Look, this is God, the creator of the whole universe. What a relationship Abraham had with God. That God will show him things that will happen. And you know the funny thing? When Abraham, when God told Abraham what he wanted to do, what was Abraham's response? Prayer. He went into what? Intercession. That's what's about the prayer-driven man. You ought to be someone driven by prayers. When things go wrong, you go to the place of prayer. When things go right, you go to the... Prayer should drive your life. You cannot handle the challenges of life alone. You will not be able to. We must learn as men to come in the presence of God. And in that place, cast our cares, cast our burdens. Learn how to take responsibility in the place of prayer. That's why I wanted to share with you today about the prayer-driven man. We've talked a lot about the purpose-driven man. We haven't said so much about men that are driven by prayer. And God shared this with Abraham. And what did Abraham do? Abraham went into intercession. But the thing I like about this verse, it says he will command his children to walk after him. Command his children to walk after him. You'll be a model that his children would follow after. Spiritual model. That's why I'm believing that for us in this ministry, we will begin to become men who are spiritual models in our work with God. You have a lot to gain. You have a lot to gain. You see, as your children begin to grow and as you begin to grow and as you begin to find your bearing in life, you would realize there's so much more that's more spiritual in this world than physical. And the earlier you apply yourself to the things of the spirit, the better for you. One direction can save you a whole lot. One instruction from God. And you want to put yourself in that position. Go to Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 3. The prayer driven man. Jeremiah 33 and verse 3. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, Call to me, and I will answer you, and I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. Call to me. He says, I will answer you, 
And I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. There are mighty things in the heart of God that he wants to show you. There are great things in the heart of God. One of the things that helped me earlier enough to be very confident in what the Lord has called me to do was the day it dawned on me, God is more interested in my success than I am. God wants, God, see, God doesn't want you to fail. Are, are you following that? You know, sometimes we look as if, you know, let me try. No, God, is in, God wants you to succeed. He is even more interested in your success than you. So the wisdom demands that you listen to him, that you follow him. Right? That you listen to him. When I heard, when, uh, when we had my son, Caris, his name is actually Caris Ray. Ogaga Ray is his middle name. There was nothing. I, I absolutely had nothing. That's why I got the name Ray. Actually, Ray is the name the Lord gave me for him. I gave him Caris. And the Lord says, the birth of this child will become a ray of hope for you. That was the word that came where we had it. That it will be a ray of hope. There are, there, are, there are certain times in your life where it's what God shows you that anchors you through certain seasons. You might not have a job right now, but there are words that God has spoken to you. Those words are the words you hold that will take you through the seasons of those, 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 that particular season. You might be struggling in one area of your life, struggling in your marriage, struggling with a lot of things, but God gives you a word. You hold on to that word. That's why you cannot afford to go through this life without a vital relationship with God. Not a religious relationship. Vital. Hmm? Not just, I go to church. No! A, a relationship that is active. A relationship that is communicative. You talk to God. He talks back to you. He shows you things. You pull things from the Spirit. He shows you things. That's how you can successfully navigate this earth as a man. There are many things that will pull for your attention. Many things that will call for your attention. But you must have an active relationship with God. When God sees a man on the earth... He sees a man through whom he can walk through to bring his household into the worship of God. Let me show you another scripture. Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. I just want to encourage your heart. I just want to strengthen your heart. Now there was a man, Acts 10, 1. Now there was a man at Caesarea named Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian cohort, a devout man, one who feared God with all his household and gave many alms to the Jewish people and prayed to God continually. This man was not born again. <laughs> you know what? God had to come and visit him and organize this salvation. God said, hey, 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 go and call Peter. Peter, go and preach to this man. The scripture says, while Peter was yet speaking, the Holy Ghost fell on all them that heard the word. But did you see that lifestyle? Look at the discipline of that lifestyle. He says he was a devout man. He feared the Lord with his household and he prayed continually. He was given to prayers. Learn to give yourself to prayers. Praise God. You know, for this meeting, I went home, was a bit tired, slept, woke up around 3.30. 
you know, got up and I, I just was praying in the compound, praying for this meeting, just praying in the compound for about 30, 40 minutes, just praying, praying in the spirit, walking in the compound, praying. Don't leave anything to chance in your life. Pray for your children. Hmm? Pray, pray. There's a lot of distractions in this world. There are a lot of things that will take your time. Be a man of the Spirit. A lot of temptations. Be a man of the Spirit. Pray. Learn to commit things to God in prayer. You're about to end. I'm not talking about family devotion. Be a man of prayer. It's good to do your family devotions. After that is over, be a man of prayer. Those of you that have not married, there's no how you shouldn't spend these days to cultivate your prayer life. It will save you a lot. You see, the direction of the Lord will help you. Praise God. It will save you a lot. You'll be led of God. God will speak to you. God will show you things. God will begin, you'll begin to have a real, your work, your Christian life will become fruitful and enjoyable. It will be, oh, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but you, you will just have that vital relationship with God that will be so interesting, so amazing. It won't just be, oh, I go to church, I drop my offerings. No, there will be a walk with God. That will impact your children. That will impact your seed. That will impact your future. So I want to challenge us. That we become people of prayer. Let's be driven by prayer. Let me show you something in the life of Jesus. Um, Luke chapter 5 verse 16. Luke 5 verse 16. But Jesus himself would often slip away. To the wilderness and pray. He would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. He did it often. He did it frequently. Have personal retreats. Four things prayer, cultivating a prayer life or being driven by prayer will do for you. Number one, it will make you to know the mind of God. It will make you to know the mind of God. Hallelujah. To make you to know God's mind. God has, there is the mind of God for you as you are seated here today. Prayer would help you to know that mind. Prayer will help you to have an idea what that is. It was in the place of prayer. During my youth service, the Lord told me I would have need of your certificates. That was how I got into full-time ministry. Make you to know the mind of God. That was the word that's kept me for over 13, 14 years in the ministry. Praying to know God's mind. That's how the Lord led us here. That's how the Lord kept us here. It will help you to know God's mind. It says, call unto me and I'll show you great and mighty things. Things which you do not know. There are things right now you don't know. But prayer would help you to know the mind of God. Number two, it will help you to access the will of God. There is the mind of God and there is the specific will of God for your life. It will help you to access the will of God. It will help you to access the will of God. Specific will of God for your life. You are not like every other person. There is a specific will of God. (laughs) 
There's how God wants to see. There are different sacrifices God will demand of us. Hmm? Sometimes the Lord will begin to speak to you, give in this certain way. Sometimes the Lord will say, pray in this certain way. Sometimes the Lord, many sacrifices the Lord will demand of you. Prayer will help you to access the specific will of God for your life. Number three, it will help you to execute the will of God. It will help you to execute the will of God. When you know the will of God, it is in the place of prayer God gives you the energy to cause it to come to pass. You know, Jesus says, not my will, but your will be done. How did Jesus execute God's will? In the place of prayer. To obey God requires grace. You meet all kinds of temptations. You meet all kinds of challenges. <laughs> huh? Sometimes temptations will come. Ah, I can make this quick money. Things will come. And a lot of ideas will come. To take God's will to overcome those temptations. Number four. Prayer would help you to, uh, prayer would help you to be able to pray out the plans of God for your life. So there are plans God has that you have to pray out. There are things that God has appointed for you this year. You have to pray them out. Hallelujah. There are things, many things the Lord has ordained for you. You have to pray them out. Keep praying them out. Keep praying them out. And so I want to encourage us. I want to encourage us to cultivate the habits of continuous prayer. Pray in the Spirit. Hmm? Don't wear out. Don't give up. Keep praying. Mark one thirty-five. The Bible says, while it was yet day, Jesus, you know, went out to a solitary place and prayed. And prayed. Learn to pray in the Spirit. Get up and pray. Someone say, oh, Pastor, should I pray with you? Pray in the Spirit. Just pray, Lord. What plans do you have for me? What do you want to do in my life and through my life and through my family? Whether you're married or not, start praying these prayers. Start praying these prayers. Pray prayers of consecration. Lord, I open up myself to your will, whatever that will is. Keep praying those prayers. So that when God begins to show you his will for your life, it will be easy to obey him. There's a confidence you get in the place of prayer. There's strength you get in the place of prayer. That's how Jesus got strength to overcome temptation. Strength to follow the will of God. Are you following this? Let's be people of prayer. Hmm? There are many temptations out there in the world. Many temptations that only prayer would help you to overcome. Many temptations. And you mustn't fall into them. They would ruin you. They would destroy everything you're building. So you have to pray. Give yourself that. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we commit ourselves to you. As men, we gather under one roof and we decree, Father God, that you would help us. You would strengthen us in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, let's... Uh
Thank you for listening to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga. We encourage you to share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information and free downloads, please visit www.pastormax.ng. We would like to hear from you. Send us an email, info at pastormax.ng. Or you can call 0805-888-7575. God bless you.